on the phone lines we have Gussie Larkin, of course, member of Mermaidens, also Earth Tongue, but we're going to be talking about Mermaidens yes. today. Uh, she's representing the whole band, of course, Lily West and Abe Hollingsworth, are the other two members. And Mermaidens have just been listed as a finalist for the <gasps> Tate Music Prize. Congratulations. Kia ora, Gussie. Thank, thank you. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's lovely to hear from you. Thanks for coming on the show today. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Are you in Wellington at the moment? Yep, yep. I've actually got the whole band round for dinner at the no moment. No way. Uh, oh. eating, eating soup. Uh, <laughs> eating <yeah>. soup. <laughs> oh, wonderful banquet you've put on for the band. <laughs> Is it terrible weather? Don't, oh. oh, yeah. It's just really cold and just not nice. Oh, disgusting, yeah. <laughs> like that in Dunedin at the moment as well, but we're yeah. not Auckland. We don't have the power down. We we're don't. all yeah, good. We're safe. All right, uh, Mermaiden's sophomore album Perfect Body is a finalist in the 2018 Tate Music Prize uh, with a lineup like Aldous Harding, Phaser Days, Grayson Gilmore, Nadia Reed. That's just Kane Strang, yeah. yeah. Just naming a few. How how's the band feeling at the moment? So good. Like I've listened to most of those albums so much, you know, just by chance, and so just to see them all in a list. And then us to be included in that as well is just like kind of unreal. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really, really cool feeling. Yeah, it must be quite humbling as well to be yeah. put up with those yeah. fantastic artists. But you guys also in your own right deserving to be on that list. Um, you. You're signed with Flying Nun um, and they have a few names on the list this year. Do you think your record label has a certain expectation because of its reputation? Um, I don't know if they have an expectation. I think it's just that they, you know, they sign bands that they really like and that they think make really good music. Yeah. Um, so it just sort of, it just comes out of that, that they just happen to sign really good, hard-working bands um, who... You know, like last year was a really big year of releases for Flying Nun as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that, that was really, really good for them. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, how did you guys get together as a band, by the way? Just to take it back a wee bit. Yeah, sure. Um, well, we've been a band for, uh, like, coming up to six years now. Wow. Um, wow. Lily and I went to high school together and we started writing songs and the seventh form and then <laughs> gradually that sort of morphed into um, electric guitars rather than acoustic guitars and um, we got Abe on board and yeah we've just been um, playing since then as a band and doing lots of gigs and yeah just developing our songwriting yeah yeah of course you and Lily um, the band is two-thirds female uh, how do you think the representation will affect the industry if Mermaidens or any of the other female artists wins this prize this year? Yeah, well, I mean, it was so cool. It's just such an achievement that there's such a strong, um, you know, such strong female musicians mm. on the in the nominees. Um, so, yeah, I think, I mean, it's really hard to pick who's going to win, but... Um, I mean, yeah, it can only be a good thing. I, I just think it, it should be the best album that wins. But mm. if, if it is, um, you know, if it is a female artist, then that just it's just always good to have exposure of these amazing ladies just 
killing it internationally and here and yeah it's just having that recognition um you know is encouraging to younger women as well i guess yeah well we happen to think your album's pretty good um <laughs> nice one, yeah um uh, so were you going for a particular feel or theme with your album was there like a an image you were trying to paint with your with with your album yeah sort of like not not consciously um while we were writing but once we finished the album and i guess like listening to the recordings as as they were made and mixed um there were sort of some themes that emerged and definitely like you know there's a there's a sort of a voice of the guitar tone that goes through the whole record that's mm. kind of quite distinctive to me and same with the drums and and the bass um yeah but uh, i mean lyrically there was just sort of there were a few themes that um that we both happened to be exploring um at the time um yeah but it was it was a very sort of natural um uh what do you call it like progression <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, natural process. Yeah, um, I would say Perfect Body was in no way an apologetic record by any means. It really mm. commanded the audience's attention. Um, obviously dealing with themes of bodies and physicality as well. Do you think the content of the album, which is perhaps riskier than others on the shortlist, really gives you an edge when it comes to winning the prize? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I mean... It's interesting, like, today I was just um, kind of got into a world of, like, looking up all the, the big artists right now, like, on all the big indie record labels, and mm. it's just, like, it really struck me how um, all those big artists and and everything that's really hot right now, um, all the songs are, like, really, really simple. So, yeah, I guess we never really thought that our music, which is quite intricate and mm. kind of uncomfortable would even be in the running for this kind of thing yeah. so um yeah yeah i don't know if it gives us an edge um cuz i mean even the even the more sort of um poppy or you know the the big songs um of the nominees are still pretty they've got an edge about them you know Aldous Harding mm. like there's some really big songs but there's something very unsettling and unusual yeah yeah do you think you guys are the underdogs a wee bit for this the prize? underdogs oh i don't i don't know it's so weird that the whole like competition aspect you mm, know yeah <laughs> i'm just yeah I'm just in it for the for the party you know <laughs> <laughs> um to go back to what you just said before how do you think you know, independent music awards such as the Tate Prize, how do you reckon they differ from awards that target those on more major record labels mm. or with a more international backing? Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, I think, like, I think to, to that, like, to bands and musicians, the, the Tate Prize really means something. Mm. Um, mm. Rather than, I don't know, like, every year when I see the um, the Vodafone New Zealand Music Awards. It's like, yeah, there's there's lots of really great artists that get nominated, but when you look a bit close, closer, it's, it's pretty much always they're on major record labels, so yeah. Yeah. it doesn't feel quite as genuine. Um, but yeah, I think like things like 
even like the Silver Scrolls and and the Tate like really have credibility to artists. I think it's like a real achievement, um, you know, to to get that award. And especially like the the artists that um, the Tate has been awarded to in the past, like Street Chant last year, for example. Mm. It's like that. Yeah, like they deserve it. They're really cool. Like you know, they're, they're kind of on the fringes and they work really hard. And yeah, so. I think it, I'm really flattered to be nominated for this kind of award. Yeah. What does the Tate Prize mean to you as a band? Um, well, it's weird. Yeah, it's... Like I said, like, we we didn't... Well, we didn't even know that we were in the long list. Like, I didn't really <laughs> pay attention, to be honest. Um, and I didn't actually know we'd be nominated. <laughs> I mean, we'd been entered into a competition. Classic. Classic. So, um... Yeah, it's like I'm having to think about that, and I don't. I'm not really expecting to win, but just the fact of being nominated, and um, that just kind of brings more more exposure for us, and that means that I get to do things like talk to you guys and <laughs> talk to BFN this morning. Oh, and, awesome! Yeah, oh, nice. Who did you chat to in BFN this morning? Uh, Mikey Havoc. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> We're like the downgraded Mikey Havoc on Radio 1. Um, you mentioned how you think yeah. that your... Oh, sorry. Um, you mentioned how you think your music is or is perceived as being quite intricate and lots of different layers and processes that go into it. Well, I was going through your music and I absolutely adored the video that you guys did for Satsuma. I thought that was brilliant. And I noticed that you were the sort of style director for that. When you were creating the video with the song as like a matching platform. You've wanted to ask this all day, I, haven't I you, Rath? I, I can't. I, honestly, what was going through your mind? Like, how did you, what did you want to craft out of the video and how did you want to relate to the music? Because they match up really well, I have to admit. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess the starting point was uh, I just have a lot of vintage and retro clothes and jewellery and like just little trinkets and I've always been really obsessed with that really kind of colour blocky 60s and 70s um, aesthetic. So that was the starting point. And it was kind of like, is this going to work with our sort of creepy, moody music? Like, I don't know, <laughs> but let's try it. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I really, and I really like, I had the vision of it. Um, being that really sort of saturated like bubblegummy colors mm. and then us being really deadpan yeah. um that was yeah so that that was a real inspiration and kind of like the touchstone of the video um and also we just we've never been in a music video before so um for this record we really wanted to put ourselves and our faces for the music so that was like us being on the album cover and then it felt natural to be like let's be in this music video we we sing the we sing the lyrics and um so yeah that was part of it mm. and we've actually just got um another video that's coming out awesome. uh, next week um for the song fade from the album oh, cool. oh, nice. um so i'll let you guys know because um we'll yeah hopefully get that um uh, to all the radio stations Sweet. and awesome. yeah yeah so do you think that this self-identification that you've really gone with with this album, like really putting yourself out there, do you think that that was a bit of a deciding factor in the Tate Awards? Like you've really presented yourself as artists and this is our form, this is what we do and this is us? Yeah, possibly. Because um, I know that the judging do does take the 
actual album art and, and the physical um, copy into account, which is really cool because it's like, you know, people work really hard at doing the whole package. Um, mm. yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I think we have, we're, we're like, as a bunch, we're pretty fun people and <laughs> that, should be, that should be out there. So, um, yeah, I think like having, putting the personalities to the music might have, I don't know if it was like a deciding thing, but um, yeah, it just makes it a bit more personal. Gussie, you're eating soup for dinner. I don't know if that screams fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, we to go to band practice. <laughs> to take it back to the Tate Prize for a sec, um, it's awarded next Tuesday, the 17th of April, up in Auckland. How would the 10 grand be put to use if Perfect Body is going to be emerging victorious? Oh, man. Uh, there's just... there's it, We would use it so hard. <laughs> we're well we're we've been um working on our next album and um have done a bit of studio time and everybody knows that uh studio time is really expensive but it's mm -hmm. really really valuable um so definitely some studio time um and probably like some uh equipment just to like um, make us more professional, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe some new picks. Yeah. <laughs> Wisma made yeah, just just like it, it would be so helpful to um, to go towards you know our next record and mm. getting overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. yeah. Yeah. So you're mentioning the next record and and going on tour. Where are you guys heading next? Um. Well, it's it's pretty uh, up in the air at the moment um but yeah we're recording another album which will be released uh like the first half of next year um and hopefully head over to europe um oh, wow. possibly the u.s but it's oh. there's that horrible visa thing that's <laughs> yeah. really expensive and hard to get yeah. so um we'll see but yeah very keen to just um Get out of New Zealand for a bit. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Where are you guys performing next, by the way? Uh, next Saturday, Record Store Day, we're playing at oh, yeah. Yay. yeah, with um, Tiny Ruin. Oh, cool. So, awesome. Yeah, if anyone from Wellington is listening, they can come. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, is anyone performing at the Tate Awards, by the way? Do you know? I don't know. I like. I haven't been able to find much information about what's actually happening at the awards. Yeah, um, neither have we. All the money is yeah. in the prize. <laughs> like, no, there's, even on the invitation, it doesn't really say much. So I don't think any of the nominees are performing. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's the Mystery Tate Awards. We'll just have to yeah. see. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much for chatting to us Thanks on so Wednesday Drive today on R1. All the best, yeah, best from me luck. and Raf and oh, from yeah. Radio 1 as a whole. All of our luck is being pushed up oh. north to you guys for the Tate Awards um, next Tuesday, 17th of April. Good luck, Gussie, and good luck, rest of band Yay. in the background Thank there. You. Thank you so much for chatting to us, Gussie. Have a lovely evening. You too. See, See you later. later. Bye. That was Gussie Larkin of Mermaidens. As I just said, 
Tate Prize finalist with Perfect Body, and that will be announced next week. Very exciting. exciting. Love talking to Gussie as well. I mean, a little bit of a personal anecdote, but um, I worked at Radioactive over the holidays. Which isn't better than Radio 1. It's not better than Radio I love you, Radio 1. I'm loyal to you. But um, I worked at Radioactive in Wellington, and the person that actually pulled me on in to Radioactive was lovely Gussie. She gave me a huge opportunity to be a host on That's Radioactive. Amazing. Yeah, so... You, you, Constantly, you repaid it fully? <laughs> <laughs> this exposure. I this, couldn't we're, do we're getting justice. Close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's lovely to talk to her again, and all the best for Mermaidens, if I'm honest. They're so different from everyone else who was on that list. Um, oh an incredible lineup. Lots of women as well. Fantastic, Fantastic. to see. Um, but really different. And I think that question about having an edge because of the content and the sound mm. is, is a valid question because God, yeah. their sound and content is incredibly different it from really everyone else that is on. We have it a is, bit of Dunedin sound. It's a movie, but it's, in, a, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. And dealing with body and physicality and yeah. music can, can be difficult. It makes you feel something when you listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, very exciting for them and let's cross all of our fingers, everyone listening and everyone in the studio, that's me and you Raph, Woo! all fingers, all toes all crossed, let's hope for Mermaidens to come out victorious, but it'll be interesting either way to see who exactly. wins next week that $10,000 prize. Going to. Yeah. <laughs> I love